0: Right yeah,
1: it's recorded right now.
0: Recorded live. <laughs> Welcome
1: to the John and Paul radio show, brought to you by AdventuresInMinistry.com and the WWE Women's Wrestling um, Foundation. Thank you for tuning in to the John and Paul show. A little bit of comedy there for the little um, promotional there. Uh, brought to you by AdventuresInMinistry.com. We're all things free for ministry leaders and those who are wanting to do ministry. And also check out our app, um, the AIM app. Uh, over 10,000 people do a lot of new and crazy awesome things happening there at AIM. I'm um, getting excited about the AIM series this summer. But before we get into all that and everything else, John Podine, how are you today, my friend?
0: <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to... Uh... <laughs> Not laugh here for your introduction that you had there. Um, like on. I Wish I had it muted when that because I was laughing and you got to press the record button and got to go. And I'm doing well, Paul. Do you realize what today is? Uh,
1: today, today, today is. Let's say Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We are. Six days away from National Signing Day.
0: We are six days away from National Signing Day. We are two days, three days away from Super Bowl. Um, That's right. There's something else special that day, but we won't talk about that. And do you know what today is, though? This is our 98th show.
1: This is our 98th show. That is true.
0: I mean, we've got to have one of those, you know, like for the 100th day of school, kids dress up, you know, we, we've, got to, we've got to have something special for our 100th show.
1: Yeah, we should dress up. We should dress up
0: for podcasts
1: you know, so that everybody can see how pretty we are. So
0: everybody can see it, yes, absolutely. That would be great. That would be awesome to do that. Well, uh, to, take it,
1: to take it a year ago to next week, you know, we made the announcement, that um, unveiled you, the you, announcement. And John and I were like in our car, in my car, in, in Henderson, Tennessee, trying to upload this video last like an hour um, about cruiser moving to Atlanta. And I can't tell you how many times I heard him say, you know, even off screen, "We're going to Atlanta, baby." I mean, like a million times. And the lady at Chick Fil A could care less. She's like, "Can you just order, please, sir?" I, I I don't care about Atlanta. We're in Henderson, Tennessee, or we're in Jackson, Tennessee.
0: We were in Jackson order.
1: We were in Jackson. That's right. We are at the Chick-fil-A,
0: because I remember we were freezing, and we were sitting in your car, and and we couldn't get it to work, or we couldn't it to upload at the Chick-fil-A, and we were like, what's happening? get this thing out. The Wi-Fi at
1: Chick-fil-A was weak. Oh, I'm just I saying, know. it was weak.
0: <laughs>
1: <coughs>
0: we couldn't get uh. anything uploaded. We thought, oh, great. All this is ruined.
1: Yeah, we did so much good, good work on the John and Paul show, the first and only um, television Program, the internet TV program we've ever done.
0: Uh, well, maybe that's what in. we can do for our 100th show, Paul, is we could do another special um, recording, a special, you know, you because know, yeah. we can only put like 15 minutes on at a time of it, but, you know, that's maybe true. that's what we can
1: do. We're limited in our connectivity to be able to
0: <laughs> share
1: our radio faces with the world. That's what we're looking at.
0: They're, they're, they, everyone says, you know, stay on the radio.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They do.
0: So, so Paul, are you uh, excited about Sunday and the Super Bowl?
1: Uh, I guess so. You're probably more excited about National Signing Day. I'm more excited about National Signing Day. I'm more excited to see if uh, the, the Crimson Tide can keep their number one standing. I've a few to drop out here lately, but still more room for, for more guys, but yeah, Sunday is the Super Bowl, and um, it's the, as far as, um, I know you and I don't participate in this, but it's the number one gambling day of the year in the world. Is it really? So, um, it is. It is.
0: Well, you know, I, I'm just excited because the last time we were on the podcast, when we had Alana on, that you and her picked, um, we all picked Seattle to be there, and then y'all picked uh, Indianapolis, and I picked New England. And I got, I mean, for one time, i
1: you were right on that. You were right on that. But to be fair, I told you, I picked with my heart, not with my head.
0: Oh, that's right. Because I did. can't
1: that's stand correct. the Patriots. But I knew the Patriots would go there. I knew they would. But I just can't stand them. But, uh, you know, this is going to be an interesting game because, you know, if if the Seattle Seahawks win this game, you know what Russell Wilson has done? What has he done? He has beaten Peyton Manning and. Tom Brady, back-to-back years. And that will put Russell Wilson,
0: I, I would say, in the elite of the quarterbacks. Wouldn't you agree? Is that going to put him in the Hall of Fame? He's going to get a spot in the Hall of Fame as the only person that could beat um, the two elite quarterbacks in back-to-back years. What puts a quarterback in the Hall
1: for the football? I mean, is two Super Bowl wins enough to do it?
0: I don't think so. I don't think so nowadays. Um, it's definitely going to have to be a career, but you got to say that Russell Wilson, Mister, I leave NC State to go to Wisconsin, who <laughs> That's true. Um, goes and now is um, looking at possibly being a two-time Super Bowl quarterback. Yeah. Everybody doubted, and look at him.
1: He's he's the golden boy. I mean,
0: he in Seattle,
1: if you watch them, that defense, man, they're so fast.
0: They are Sherman
1: and company. They're, they're just crazy. man. They they are. Um, they are definitely that. Okay, well, so what is the over-under on the mentioning of Deflategate uh, oh, during the man. Super Bowl? What is the over-under? Uh, okay. What's your number? What do you think? 50. 50? You've got to be kidding me. you got to know they're talking to those guys, Boomer and everybody, and they're saying, we don't want to hear anything about deflate gate. Do you think that happens? And they, they say, forget you. We're going to say it all we want to. I, I'm curious about that.
0: Uh, I don't know. Let, let's see here. I would say at least fifteen. At least fifteen times. Fifteen. Yep.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because I would think that the over under number would probably be ten. But yeah, I would definitely go over on that one because. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's I, probably quite de- de- already.
0: I definitely think so, and you know, they're going. To, they have to talk about it. At least at some point. Of uh, everything's going on, who knows? They may even get into one of those science episodes where they start discussing does a deflated ball really affect this, this, and this, and and uh, you know. But <laughs> so I think once the game gets started, and unless there's something crazy that happens on the field, like if there's like a one-handed pet with his shoestrings strings or mouth, you know, through the uh, through his uh, face mask, then you know there, there won't be much mention of it <laughs> after that.
1: Yeah, but usually you talk about the comparisons between defense to offense or the two quarterbacks. You've heard nothing of that this year. All you hear not. is was the football deflated enough or not, you know, and Tom Bray a cheater or not. But this is the but, first time the Patriots have come across looking like cheaters, though.
0: I, of course. <laughs> of course not. Uh, I mean, you know, it'll be interesting if they do not play well. If somebody says, huh, I guess the pressure's up on the ball, you know, or something like that. <laughs> That's funny. What does that (coughs) make place with all of that? Um, You know, yeah. I'm just hoping, you know, the weather stays, you know, how it is, and uh, we don't freeze on Sunday, and and we can all enjoy a good Super Bowl um, watching event.
1: Uh, Do you have a Super Bowl watching event occurring on campus? So
0: Apparently that there is. Oh, yes, no. they are. They They are having a Super Bowl watching event here on campus, sponsored by the SGA.
1: On big grass, I assume.
0: Um, either that or it's it's. Um, I don't think it actually is that. I think it's going to be more inside the cafeteria. But, That's uh, good. Our okay. SGA president was talking about that and today, and huh. okay. um, all these things are are, are still, you know. Coming to my attention, but it's okay. It's all good. Um, you know, we actually, actually here at Faulkner, we have opening day of baseball today. That's right. That's right. We're not, Faulkner's ranked number five. I heard this, Paul, and I don't know if I told you this. We have the top ranked um, going into the season. What they, what all the national pundits all around this country are saying that Faulkner has the best starting or the best pitching staff in all of NAIA. Wow. That's impressive. That is impressive. I was like, wow, give it
1: up. I just hope the fans and the students will support the baseball team as much as they have. They've done pretty well for uh, Coach Sanderson in the basketball. I hope it transpires into the baseball. You know, when you look at what they've done for the school and all that.
0: Oh, I hope so too. I hope so too. And and McCarthy's really a good guy, and he he seems to be doing you know trying to keep everybody straight or whatever. So, I hope so too. And so, if, if you're in town, if you're in the area, one o'clock today at Harrison Field, they will first pitch. And uh, you know, because considering I'm going to have to watch them, because at least I know who some of them are. I still won't know who all the Braves are. <laughs> That's true.
1: Oh man, me. I mean, but you know what? It doesn't matter what they wear. I mean. You know who they are. It's The fact they got the Braves on the chest is why I watch them.
0: Oh, I, you know we're we're uh, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to kind of see what the Braves are going to do, just because this is going to be the biggest um, soap opera story of the year.
1: Yeah, it really is. It Really is. Good point.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, um, that... we um got some some quick things to go over. Got a short show today. Um. Um, got some updates on exposure youth camp. I want to make everyone aware of. Uh, I want to let everybody know that we received a note, a letter, um, from one of the top execs at, uh, at Texas Christian University, um, thanking us for the time we spent with them, and uh, named the players by name. Uh, in fact, he had he had listened to the podcast and shared the podcast with um, their uh, front office. That's TCE. So, hey John, at least we we reached Texas now.
0: <laughs> you know what? We have spread out. Not only is AIM having ten thousand members on the app downloaded, we have reached Texas with our with our podcast.
1: Mm, absolutely, absolutely. It's, the um, it's really cool. thing that was cool
0: about that that letter to Paul was, um, you know, a lot of times we wonder, uh, you know, because we 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 have our um, we had our meeting this week, you know, with our board and our executive executive committee when we discussed, you know, this, the convention this year and, you know, and things that we can do to improve and things that people liked and disliked. And, and you know, we're always looking to improve, you know, what we give and, and trying to make exposure the very best product we can. And one of the things that was brought up was, you know, they met Huntsville because of, um, um, because you know, of, of everything with um, – Oh, Huntsville, we had the hotel by ourselves. And Mm -hmm. being in Atlanta, you know, there's a lot of things new. And, you know, I understand that. I like being by ourselves a lot. But you know what, Paul? It was really cool to get this letter and to realize that people noticed how our kids acted at exposure.
1: Yeah. And, And one thing that we want to make sure and communicate to everybody is, you know, we went through all the surveys, and we had a few people that Sort of missed that atmosphere of it just being us at Huntsville, but um, there were some people that were affected in, in a in a very uplifting way because we weren't just us. And um, and I think just enjoying with what you said there, I think we need to take advantage of the opportunities that we have to be able to share who we are, whether it be through song or or through through worship or through classes. And and that happened. You know, we had those students those football players and, and fans and staff that actually came in, and even Chick-fil-A um, officials who came in and took part in Exposure Youth Camp. And honestly, if we were in Huntsville, they'd right. never would have had that opportunity. And, um, and that sort of leads into sort of our topic for today, which kind of shifts um, our focus from all college football to other things when it comes to our spiritual walk, and that is um, our influence on other people. And, um, and that's something that John and I would like to sort of share with, with the listening crowd today um, on how important that is. And we feel like Exposure Youth Camp Experience is a good springboard in talking about that. Uh, absolutely, Paul.
0: You know, so often uh, we, we we struggle with this because we struggle with this on campus and we struggle with it in, in, in our churches. You know, you do as well in your youth ministry and things like that is, is – we want to, um, we, we do, we want to protect our young people. We want to protect, you know, ourselves even from, from the different things that are out there um, in the world. And, um, but yet as Christians, we're also supposed to be influenced and in letting our light shine. And Jesus said, you know, you know, we used to sing that little song, you know, this little light of mine, hide it under a bushel. No, and I don't think anybody wants to hide it under a bushel, but how do we balance that out?
1: Um, I think uh, I think it comes from the heart it comes from who we are um, who God created us to be Um, you know we're not to be haughty we're not to be um, lack of um, humility you know we're to um, to realize that um, he created us for a purpose Uh, but at the same time we are free moral agents we we do make uh, our own decisions our own choices and you know Unfortunately, there are cases when people, even Christian people, sometimes mistreat each other. Um, and I think we need to take an account of, of, of that treatment and um, the whole Matthew seven twelve 12 um, situation. You know, treat people as you'd want to be treated. And, um, and I think that connects with uh, Matthew 5 8. We're talking about you know, having that pure heart and being that pure person that God creates to be. And if we, if we are that person God creates to be, then it makes it much easier to share a more firm um, um, stance in life, and the influence that we share can do nothing but help and encourage people that are all around us.
0: Oh, I, I agree. I agree totally. And I think that's kind of what the – because he was the assistant athletic director who, who emailed you. Um, I think that's kind of what he was pointed out was, you know – People recognize some things, and as Christians, we're, you know, we're sometimes, I remember hearing this growing up, and you and I have talked about this a lot, is sometimes we are the only Bible that people will ever read.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, the the fact of the matter is, I don't know that I've ever come across um, that opportunity, this discussion with, with a guy named Mike Sinkufield and I hope I'm pronouncing that properly, Mike Sinkufield, who is the Associate Athletics Director there at um, TCU. But because of the way people acted and responded, he seeked us out. I mean, he, he, he tried to find us. And um, his comments basically were, you know, our groups um, had to spend time with each other. And he, obviously he and I didn't meet, but he said our groups definitely did. And, um, and they were impressed by each other. And so it's just it's just neat to see that happen, and um, and but that's that's a soul of the person I never would have met
0: otherwise. Well, absolutely, and and what you hope that it is done, um, if nothing else, if nothing else, it, it planted at least a little seed in there, whether it's through him, whether it's through the parents, whether it's through a player that was there, somebody on staff, of you know. Maybe just maybe a seed's been planted, and say, you know what? I remember those people, or I heard something while I was there, or or, or saw something while I was there, and and, and have it change their lives. Because that's what that's what our ultimate goal is. Our ultimate goal isn't to keep everything to ourselves. Our ultimate goal is to to spread the gospel and to get it out, however you know we can do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and because it's the people you don't know that, that really starts to take, take note of what's happening. Right. You know, um, exactly. the people you know, they, they know you well enough that if you do something kind of dumb, like, oh, well, that's me, that's, yeah, we know them. But the people you don't know, and they see that, they don't know to, to just shrug it off as that's just who they are, or uh, maybe he's having a bad day. But, but they see these things and it affects them. And it can, it can affect people in a, personal, in a personal way, in a permanent way. And so we've got to be careful about that. Um, another thing when, when you think about that is, and you know this, John, we talked about this before, it seems like in the church we treat each other, we hold each other at such a high level of standard versus the world. You know, like, like um, yeah. you know, and, and it doesn't seem quite fair. Like there's no way that our brother or sister could possibly do anything wrong if they do. I'm just going to burn them at the stake. You know, and and why is that? Why is that we, we give the world, um, you know, a second chance, a third chance, a, a fair shake, but our brother and sister, we have a hard time doing that?
0: Well, that's a very good question, Paul. We, You know, that's one thing, that's something we hear on campus a lot from students who aren't members of the church and they come to, to a Christian school and they hear things talked. And one thing that they are said, and sometimes even as, as students there, you know, Y'all treat each other and y'all are mean to each other. And, and sometimes we do hold people such to, to a higher standard. And it's almost like we give the world a break on some things. We've got to understand that, that we're all human beings and we all make mistakes. And and as far as I remember right, and you tell me if I'm wrong, Paul, because, you know, you, you're you're a lot smarter than I am. Um, there's only been one person that's ever lived, right?
1: I think that's right, yeah.
0: I think that's right, okay. And, and, and so – You know, we're not going to live the perfect life, and we've got to be willing to give. I don't know; grace is the right word to say with it, but we've got to be patient at least with each other, and even with our brothers and sisters, because sometimes we can we can use some spiritual. I don't know. I don't want to say um, execution, but we can sure you know execute some people spiritually by how we Mm -hmm. act and how we treat them.
1: Yeah, you can win people over by the way you treat them. I mean, it's a difference in, um, in a, in a, um, a soul being saved or lost. Um, you know, Absolutely. and, and it's a, especially when it comes to Bible study. You know, so if you, you're if you're having a discussion with someone, and you try to come with, find some common ground, that's where you start in Bible study, is uh, finding that common ground. And if someone says, "I believe this," and you just say, "Oh, well, that's it. You're done. You're going to hell." I mean that's not good. Who does that? You know, you're not going to win anybody over by being negative and by slapping them in the face. And so, <laughs>
0: do
1: you think you just our gotta...
0: problem is how do we balance out, Paul? And because you you deal with this, you know, in in your church, and you've worked all over, so you you've got some experience from different. <laughs> excuse me, two different locations. Um For sure how How do we balance out you know we preach the word, we repute reprove, rebuke, and exhort How do we balance out teaching the truth and loving somebody enough to say hey this isn't this isn't right, but still treat them with love and respect as human beings
1: well I think you you got to look at the Bible on that um and, you know, how did the Lord treat um, Saul Tarsus as he was killing his people? Yeah, he sent absolutely. Ananias to help him. He didn't want to go, but he knew he'd be okay because he was sent by, by the Lord. And and that turned out pretty well. I mean, he was a little intimidated, so. but he talked to him. But I think that's a story we can look at and say, anybody can do it. Because we're not the Lord's not going to send anybody today to some mass murder and say, bring them to the Lord. You know? But that's what happened that day.
0: Well, Paul, it does. It takes us as Christians reaching out and living the life you know, not in a haughty way. I mean, we we do have to live a way because sometimes we, as Christians, our examples turn negative because we keep one foot in the world and one foot out of the world. Um, So so we do have to watch how we act because we can turn people away, but it has to take us Living our lives out, and people seeing a genuine difference and a genuine life that's pure, and not somebody yeah. just goes through the motions just because you're at a youth rally or because you're inside a church building. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, yeah.
1: And 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 that gets into a whole other thing about atmosphere, about um. You know, some people are more conducive to to the um, to answering the call in, in a, a group of of their peers. You know, um, but I, I don't know. I just think that um we need to recount ourselves a little bit, and um, when it comes to the treatment of others and and just how we are in general, you know, because um, they say the the greatest sermon ever preached is the one not the words not uttered. Um, Absolutely. Just, you know, it's just by your life and by what you do. Always gotta be careful about that, and always do with, 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 with what
0: the want. Yep. Yes, sir. I, I absolutely, I could not agree more um, with what you're saying. And um, sometimes Christians get a negative jab at them. Well, sometimes, sometimes the jab um, is definitely not, you know, um, legitimate. Sometimes the jab is, and so we have to work. Ourselves, and it starts with us individually first. You know, um, mm-hmm. Paul's sitting here, he's a youth minister. He can't go and tell his teenagers, hey, you've got to live this way, and you've got to do this, and you've got to do that, if he's not living it first. And so we have to, and it's an individual thing that we have to look within ourselves and say, you know what? I want to change. I want our churches to change. I want our reputation to change. It starts with me.
1: That's right. You can't ask others to do anything you don't want to do yourself. Absolutely. And and the more open we are, the closer we'll all become. You better believe um, it. You know, so good stuff. Um, This is um, a first installment of the 30-minute John and Paul show, and um, (laughs) I think that we have accomplished it and um, said we want to say today. Um, John, do you have any any final thoughts on on anything today we need to share before we go? No, no. um, You
0: know, I think we nailed it pretty well, Paul. I guess we will find so. out next week how uh, how everybody did on National Signing Day and the Super Bowl winners and and yeah. uh, if if I made it to another year.
1: That's right. Uh, somebody has a birthday coming up. Well,
0: no, I'm staying at twenty
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> John Podine. Um, he keeps saying how old he is. He's an old man, and um, he can't quite handle it. But I keep reminding him, John, I'm older than you.
0: Uh, you are. You I just want you to know a year from now, I may go into a depression, and I'm going to need your help.
1: I know. Everybody, if you see John tonight, please wish him a happy birthday. Give him a big hug, and, and um, uh, if you're a nice um um, single Christian lady, give him your phone number. Um, so this podcast is brought to you by WWE Women's Arm Wrestling Championships of America. Um, thank you for listening to the John and Paul show. <laughs> we are really sponsored by adventuresinministry.com uh, resources and apps. They're download them frequently over 10,000 do. Thank you for listening to John and I today as we banter. Hopefully it was something that can help you for for today, the rest of the week. God
0: bless. Have a great week. We'll see you next week.